Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Hey, kitties! Welcome to episode 12! Spring has sprung, it's been nice out, my muggle job is totally out of control and insane because it's our busy season, so I'm a little bit tired. But every time I come to the studio to record, it jazzes me up and my energy levels go sky high and I get really excited. So here we are. And of course, I am joined in the studio by the giant dog. I left his talkie buttons at home this time because he is learning them very rapidly and quite frankly, he won't shut up. You remember the cookie button from a couple episodes ago? Yeah, he smashed it. He used it as a hockey puck. He gets very excited. He's 135 pounds and uh, I had to replace that. That one already. And interestingly enough, I ordered another full set of buttons and they weren't due to arrive until June. They were back ordered. They're a very popular item right now. Dog owners everywhere are trying this technique out. And I did a little bit of magic. Lo and behold, they arrived yesterday. So magic does work and I want to recognize that. Oh, well, there we go with that music. That is telling me I've got some news to share with you. First off, I've got several new projects on the horizon for this podcast regarding social media. I'm a little bit in the learning phase right now, so I'm hoping to have those little tidbits of awesomeness up and operational within a month, so stay tuned for that. It's going to help get a few more listeners and give everyone more options for listening in, make it a little bit easier, and appeal to more people, I hope. Fingers crossed, thumbs up, all that good stuff. I'm also working on a really fun way to support the show that's going to benefit everyone. No, it's not Patreon, but there are a lot of costs involved in doing this podcast. It's all been on my nickel, and it it is getting a little bit costly. So I hope that this will be a really great solution. I hope you get jazzed up. I am going to have a merchandise shop that is unlike anything that's out there for the occult and magic community. I'm finding some really great artists and some very affordable items. Everyone should be able to find something to appeal to them. It'll be a great gift option for those that have magical family or magical friends, whatnot, something for yourself and not break the bank. And of course, it'll not only benefit the show, but it will benefit other artists and everything will be completely unique. So you're not going to find anything like this out there. Last but not least, I've got some truly amazing guests on the horizon. We're all trying to get our ducks in a row with some of that, and more keep pouring in all the time. So there's only so much time I have in each month just due to my regular muggle job, as I say it. 
and we're just trying to get uh, schedules in line and figure out content and what they want to present and where we want to go and all that good stuff and maybe some ongoing stuff. So everyone seemed to enjoy Jareth Tempest calling in last week. That was an awesome surprise. Jareth, you're awesome. I can't say enough good things about you, buddy. Yeah, he's always invited back. He's always got a standing invitation. He knows that. So uh, we'll see if we can get him in again. I will reveal more of that as time moves forward and we'll have some more content and more information and more sharing. All right. Everyone's got magic to share and everyone's perspective is different. Advice is different and food for thought just opens all of us up and gives us more and more and more. And there's nothing better than that. I want to really push the community mindedness of the occult. Stay tuned. All of that will be revealed as time moves forward. As always, I'm continually doing some money magic for the regular listeners of this podcast. Y'all have been a little quiet out there. I haven't had very many reports from listeners, but I know you're out there and I know you're listening, so I know you're getting some kind of results, whether you recognize it or not. We are up to 49 countries and just under 300 cities. We have well surpassed 1,200 downloads just since the start of this podcast, and uh, we're climbing the ranks in the podcast community in general. I'll have to get those numbers for the next episode. I forgot to do that before I started tonight. I apologize. But the ranks are very impressive for as new as this is. So yay for all of you. You make this very successful. Thank you very much. I have been finding tons and tons and tons of pennies since my last Money Magic report, and they're happening. I don't even know. I've forgotten to write down how many. I would say at least 20, 25, somewhere in that ballpark. They turn up in some of the most unlikely places and unlikely ways that just boggle my mind, as weird as that may sound for pennies. But I do celebrate each and every one of them. And they go straight into Rex's college fund piggy bank. So anyway, if you're out there, keep your eyes peeled for money from unexpected sources. This could be, you know, a penny or a nickel or a quarter that you stumble across. It's just on the ground in your path. It could be gifts or monetary gifts given to you by others that you least expected gift cards, things of value that you don't have to purchase now, rebates, discounts, any kind of game you can buy at a gas station. So like a lottery ticket, a scratch off, Keno, pickle cards for those of you who have pickle cards in your area, and even lowered interest rates on credit cards. Or if you're going to buy a house and suddenly that interest rate drops, maybe you get a grant. Okay, any kind of unexpected source of money that you didn't know was coming to you, if you're a regular listener, trust me, I've been working for you out there. So if you want to contribute to this experiment and add to the pot, so to speak, all you have to do is send some intention this direction, do a little bit of focusing, and throw some energy into the mix. If you're already doing money magic and you're doing some ritual or spell work, Put a clause in there. Just say, I want 1% of the results from this ritual to go to the regular listeners of the Random Illusions podcast. If you're a regular listener, hey, that includes you too. So you're not even giving that 1% away. You're still going to benefit from that. It's awesome. It's a win-win-win for everyone out there. So let's hear from you. End of the show, I will have some contact information and it's in the show notes as well. I want to hear from you. So it is now the last week of April. And we've been doing the Moldavite Mantra Magic out of Ball Cadmon's book, Moldavite Mantra Magic. Does that mean that this experiment is over? Not by a long shot. Oh my gosh. I have had, I don't know about you guys, but I've had some incredible results from this experiment. 
I am loving the mantra chanting. I have never done this, as I've stated many times. It's new to me. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to start new stuff or try new stuff. It's unfamiliar. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to perceive it. You get a little bit comfortable in your ways. It's hard to break out a habit. Try something new. Try this. It's all magical sounds that appeal to our deep inner psyche. It doesn't even necessarily use any kind of spirits. And it puts energies in motion and lines things up in your life and makes it happen. And when you add a little bit of a crystal, especially if you can find a good chunk of moldavite, it will amplify your intention and it will bring those results faster and more intensely. And I am here to tell you, it works. I do have a piece of moldavite that I've been using each time. The book that I recommended for this is by Balkad Moon, of course. It is his Moldavite Mantra Magic book. It's a very short read. It's got five key rituals in it and very easy to understand. So there's not a whole lot of time or prep involved in this. Now, I made my own counting beads. Traditionally, they're called mala beads, and there's 108 of them on the string. I made mine a little bit different and out of a non-traditional material. Worked great. I had my moldavite in one hand and my beads in another, and I made them so they slide a little bit. Most of the beads you see, they don't slide, but I kind of made it, I call it abacus style, so the beads slide, and that worked great for me. And you repeat the mantra 108 times. It goes amazingly fast. Before you know it, you're done. And I told you guys I would give the big reveal as to which ritual I chose at the end of the month, so here we are. I chose the one for the psychic abilities and hidden knowledge. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, after the first session of chanting, I started having results. It started off with information coming to me in dreams. And sometimes I would wake up hearing a song that had something to do with maybe a concept I was contemplating. And usually the information would come to me in the most simplistic realizations ever. And it may have been something I'd been contemplating for a very long time or, you know, ideas I'd been tossing around or or whatnot. And uh, it was just amazing. Other things, sometimes I would be online. Maybe I would be in my magic group on Facebook or I would be exchanging emails with somebody, even talking on the phone with somebody. And information would come forth from these people that had to do with everything I'd been thinking about or needing answers to or thinking about doing or not knowing where to start with something. It was the most amazing thing. I am not going to stop this. I am going to be continuing this practice. And I'll keep reporting back when I have some interesting changes or whatnot. I'll keep checking back. And I'm going to throw in some more mantra books as we go to try if you're interested. Or I had someone contact me on the Facebook page just today. Moldavite's very hard to find right now, and there's less and less of it. So if you find some, buy it. A couple sources you might want to check is online. Make sure it's a very reputable source if you're going online. You could also see if there's any gem or crystal shops in your area. Just do some Google searches and make sure that they're reputable. Check their uh, reviews and ranks and ask questions. 
make sure that it is real Moldavite, ask where they get it, uh, make sure they're knowledgeable, and that's a good source. If you can't find it, sometimes you can't find it, guess what? You can just substitute a regular old clear quartz crystal. That works too. And we've been talking about using stones. I'm going to go over some books in just a little bit for some ideas. You can use these as reference guides. They're excellent. I've been checking these books out. But before we get to that, you can also look up mala beads and see if there's some mala beads in a type of stone that resonates for you for either all-purpose work or maybe you want to make your own mala beads and string them yourself. Get some beads made out of a stone or different stones and make a string for everything. You can find beads pretty cheap out of real materials and sometimes that's an option. There's always different ways to do this but some of the stuff I'm going to be continually playing with is I'm going to go on a field trip this weekend. There's a little gem and crystal shop in a small town about 35 miles from where I live. I've been there before. I'm going to see if they've got little polished stones, just different types. I'm going to make a list. And sometimes those little tumbled rocks that sell for like four for a dollar or three for a dollar in a bin, they'll have different ones. They're all separated out. That works too. You don't have to get a particular carved, polished stone that's a certain shape or anything. That's nice. Those get more expensive. But as long as you have a real stone that works with the intention that you're working towards, try it. Okay, so an example is maybe you're going to work with a mantra that's geared towards bringing love to your life. You might want to try amethyst for that or rose quartz. You could use here again, the clear quartz. Anything is going to amplify your intention. And if you find a stone that resonates with that intention, use it in conjunction with what you're doing. It's going to act as an amplifier. If you can find moldavite, you can use that for anything. That is an incredibly, incredibly powerful stone crystal. It's actually a result of a meteorite hit in the earth and it was one very specific meteorite it's not just any meteorite that's why it's getting more and more rare people are catching on to this and buying it up but as Bal Kedmon stated in the call that he made to the podcast a few weeks ago there is some black market lab created moldavite you don't want that that's not the real deal you want something that is real moldavite if you're going to use that other than that go with some different stones try that see how it works experiment. There's nothing wrong with experimenting and it, it's kind of fun to do the research on the topic. Now, as an interesting side note on this whole topic, one thing that happened that was very interesting to me, I have had a particular magical experiment and project that I have wanted to move forward with for at least three years now. I was thinking it was two years, but the more I think about it, it's been at least three years. I could even say it could be in my head for the past four or five years, really. But I think I started actually actively wanting to engage and move forward with this project for three to three and a half years. It was about the time I purchased my house because I remember when I moved a specific table I remember what I was doing and the idea came to me then. And I've been at a standstill and I've had a hard time finding information. Well, here again, I did the ritual with the Moldavite magic for gaining um, psychic abilities and hidden knowledge. Okay. And lo and behold, information on this particular weird topic has been coming to me from all over the place. It has been so crazy. And 
I am going to make this an ongoing work. I'm going to put a good five months into some research and experimenting with this on my own before I present it on this podcast. And when I do, I'm going to shock you. I'm going to rock you. I'm going to shake things up and it's all going to be in a good way. But it is a very misunderstood area of the occult. And I think I'm going to be able to not only present a positive angle on this, but also dispel a lot of bad information and myths, give you some stuff to ponder, to try, and uh, here again, just rock your world a little bit. For me, this is really huge. This is something that has been in my head for so long. And even before this particular project came into my head, it's been a love of mine for many, many years, goes back to my teen years. So I'm reviving this and I'm resurrecting some ideas and some desires and uh, we're going to see where it goes. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to target a big reveal in October and that is going to be another full month of fun and beyond. It might turn into a very ongoing thing. So yeah. And then last but not least on this mantra chanting, if you listened in last week when Jareth Tempest called in, um, he had a wonderful method of creating your own mantras that he presented and he explained it's super easy and I'm going to be experimenting with that in the upcoming month. I'm going to still work with the Moldavite. I'm going to work with some other stones and I have already written my mantras for a couple of specific goals. I'm going to continue to work with this and see where it goes and we'll just continue to report back and check in with it. Meanwhile, if you've had any results, you want to talk about your experiences here again, at the end of the show, I'll have contact information as well as in the show notes. You can email me or hit me up on Facebook and tell me what you got. If you want your name to remain anonymous, that's cool. I can keep your name anonymous, but I would love to hear from all of you, okay? As a side note, I've also been doing a little bit more work and research with essential oils. How does that fit into magic? Well, herbs, plants are magical beings within themselves. And essential oils are basically the lifeblood. It's a very concentrated part of the plant when you can extract it properly. You always want to use real essential oils. They do have their own magical properties and vibrations to them. And much like the Moldavite, but not nearly as powerful, they will help amplify your intentions. They can also be used as offerings for spirit work. You can anoint candles with them and you can match those to your work and your intentions as well. So what do we got with some of this? I'm going to give you a couple books to look at if you're still wanting to follow along with the mantra chanting and working with stones, Moldavite, whatnot. I always refer, my first and foremost love is the book Love is in the Earth by Melody. But since I purchased this copy of it brand new off of Amazon four years ago for $24.95, it has gone through the roof and is hard to find. I don't know why. It's about 700 pages and it is the most comprehensive, accurate book on stones and crystals that I've ever seen in my life. I highly recommend it. If you find a used copy at a reasonable price, get it. Excellent resource. Can't say enough good things about that. Oops, it just landed on the giant dog. Couple other, couple other books I've found. Let's see here. Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystal, Gem, and Metal Magic. This has turned into an interesting resource. I've been reading it a little bit. It's worth picking up. It's worth uh, looking into. It's a good substitute for the other one. 
It's a little bit smaller. It's not nearly as comprehensive, but there's a lot of angles to this. It's not only got whether it's, let's see, projective or receptive uses for a particular stone or crystal. It will have a planetary reference, an element reference, the powers and magical uses. And there's some information, spell work you can do, cleansing work, um, just a really good all-purpose guide. And it is by Scott Cunningham. I will put information on that in the show notes, of course. Two more that I discovered. I wasn't sure if I was going to like these or not, but the more I've been flipping through them, the more I'm kind of digging them. It's presented more like a pagan Wicca type attitude. I think that's what the author is, is probably a witchy type, which is okay. Very positive. And there's a lot of really cool information in these. There are two parts. First one is the Book of Crystal Spells, Magical Uses for Stones, Crystals, Minerals, and Even Sand by Ember Grant. And then there is the second Book of Crystal Spells, More Magical Uses for Stones, Crystals, Minerals, and Even Salt by Ember Grant. One thing, when you're doing magic, try to go forward with a childlike wonder and tap into that inner child. One thing back when I discovered magic, and as I've mentioned many times, I used to do Wicca to start with. That's what got my feet wet. I kind of moved past that, and I've had quite the magical journey, and now I just consider myself an occultist, and I do different types of magic. But there is value in like a, a natural approach. One kind of cool thing in this is there's little poems and stuff that you can recite. When you have these little poetic chants or mantras or... Uh, spells, sometimes those really tap into our inner child and bring out energies that's very innocent and playful, and it gets us relaxed into it, and it can be very, very effective, and it's worth considering and worth looking into if you're interested and you want to keep a positive attitude. Really awesome stuff. So that has it in it. It has some advanced crystal work in there that's pretty interesting, how to charge water how to do other stuff. I very much recommend looking into those two books. And then two other books I found, and this goes into the direction of the essential oils. I haven't looked at this one much. I still need to explore it, but it looks pretty good. The Herbal Alchemist's Handbook by Karen Harrison. And I got this off of Amazon. It's got some planetary references, it's got herbal references, some number references. It's got some really cool, interesting stuff in it. I have not really gotten into it headfirst yet, so I'm still kind of evaluating it and reading it, and I haven't set enough time aside for that, but I'll refer back to that as we go, again in the show notes. And then here's another one by Scott Cunningham. I wasn't sure what I was going to think of this one. I like it. I really like it. It goes hand in hand with that stone book I just mentioned. And it is The Magical Aromatherapy, The Power of Scent by Scott Cunningham. And you can use this with your uh, essential oil knowledge and even uh, herbal knowledge. And, you know, it's worth looking at. It really is. If you want to just kind of give your magic just a little bit extra oomph, it's worth looking at. I'm going to have more in the way of essential oils as time goes and more book references. So if you're not really into these or you do an online search and you read a description and it doesn't resonate with you, stay tuned. I have some more mundane stuff that's going to maybe resonate with you better. Fingers crossed. We'll see. And before we close out on that note, if you just want something very, very basic and you want to enhance your magic just a little bit, 
couple of things you cannot go wrong with. Get yourself some very real, make sure it's not synthetic, frankincense essential oil, myrrh essential oil. Those are very good all-purpose magical essential oils, and you can use that as an offering, as a thanks, as gratitude. You can anoint candles with it. I do that very regularly. And you can also purchase the the resin itself and get the little charcoal briquettes. Be very careful. Those things burn very, very hot, the ones that you are used for magic. Get a little dish of sand and put it somewhere where it's the heat's not going to affect anything. So get a appropriate container for it and put some sand in there. Put the charcoal on there. You light it. It'll fizzle and pop and sizzle, and it'll get very, very hot. You can put some frankincense and some myrrh on there when you're doing your magical work, and that is going to really amplify some energy work with that, too. Trust me, it works. You're going to want a little bit of a ventilated uh, space. Sometimes if you want to work outside, here again, it's springtime. It's getting warmer. That works, too. Just be careful, uh, do a little bit of research, stay safe, don't burn anything down, don't burn your fingers, and uh, be very careful. And those little charcoal briquettes, they do stay hot for a very long period of time. So experiment with it outdoors first if you want to get familiar with it. If you want to bring it indoors, just make sure you don't set off any your fire alarms or, you know, upset your landlady or anything in that direction. And uh, stay legal. All right. Stay safe. Keep a fire extinguisher on hand if you're really worried about it. You shouldn't have anything spontaneously combusting, but start with a very small amount of frankincense resin and myrrh resin and see how you like that. Don't put a big handful on there. You're going to have a lot of smoke going on. So it's, uh, it's worth playing with. It really is. Now, upcoming for the month of May. Guess what? I've been talking about it. I haven't really been going there, but we're going to We're going to start easing into some simple and very easy spirit work. I'm going to have some books to look at. We're going to do some follow-alongs. Don't worry. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing scary. We're going to start with some angel work and some very profound names of God work. Ooh, I just felt some of you tense up at that word. But don't worry. There's a method to the madness, and I think you're going to be very interested in it. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we will have some books to work out of next week. Oh, shout outs. We haven't done shout outs in a while. So first and foremost, let's do a shout out to Bal Kedmon. He wrote the book for the mantra magic that we've been working out of, the Moldavite mantra magic. He's the man that got it started, the man with the plan, Bal Kedmon. If you haven't checked out his work, please do so. Go on Amazon. Just type in a search for Bal Kedmon. And you're going to bring up a ton of his stuff. And he has a lot of chanting mantra books for all kinds of purposes. As I mentioned, or maybe I didn't, I'm not sure. I'm going to be probably focusing next month with Bal Kedmon's Ganesha uh, mantra book. And I'm going to try some of that. Ganesha is the Hindu god of good luck and remover of obstacles. So I am going to go to him to remove some blockages and do a little bit of inner work that way to help receive more and make my magic flow better for some of this experiments and the information I received with the psychic work that I've been getting into with this mantra stuff. Another shout out. We're going to shout out to Jareth Tempest. Thank you so much for the method of creating mantras. I am really jazzed about this. I can't wait to get started. 
I would like to do a huge shout out to a new friend of mine. His name is Monir. <laughs> he has been helping me. He has been giving me some continued inspiration and he is very much appreciated. So if you're out there and you're listening, you got my gratitude. Thanks. And a big old high five for helping me. You're awesome. Thank you so much. And I would like to give a big shout out to the giant dog. He's learning how to talk. He's keeping me guessing. He's keeping me on my toes. And he's been very good today. I'm appreciative. Little bit of public praise. We're going to do some public praise to the spirit Valak, to the spirit Nitika, and to the spirit Eromenus. They have been helping with the money magic that I've been doing. So big shout out and public praise and thanks and gratitude to those three spirits for the ongoing money magic results. Now, the time we've all been waiting for, we're going to draw a tea tag so you have a thought for the week to take with you. Oh, oh, oh. May this day bring you peace, tranquility, and harmony. That's positive. That's kind of very springtime-ish, isn't it? And for your fortune cookie for the week, without having to get the calories of a fortune cookie... Imagination rules the world. Oh, that's a good one. I've got some stuff coming up in the future to help build imagination. Uh, Your lucky numbers for the week for anyone playing the lottery. 28, 23, 22, 10, 2, and 52. Those will be in the show notes. All right, that's all I got for this week. Stay safe out there. Keep a smile on your face. Keep bouncing your step. Keep practicing your magic, keep chanting those mantras, and I'm going to catch you next week. Bye-bye! Hey, thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST Radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. 
If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.